Welcome to the Destination Kingdom Podcast, where one friend sharpens another. I'm your host, D, And I'm Key. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. <laughs> we are at season one finale, episode 10. Boom, 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 boom. We in this thing. Um, Yeah, I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's something to be excited about. We should be excited because we weren't about to do this and we 10 episodes in here, okay? We 10 whole episodes deep. We are 10 episodes deep, you all. And thank you so much for listening every single episode, for responding back for us, to for submitting your questions, for supporting us, and also just giving us um, those little tidbits of encouragement. Um, just to let us know you all really are listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you all are really like actually quoting back things that we forgot that we said to us when people be like oh you said such and such on the podcast i did right you know so thank you shout out to you guys shout out to god for putting this vision into our hearts and um for us being obedient as well so um yeah um before we get into today's topic which we already told you all what today's topic is going to be we're going to take some questions that we have been asked um or some topics that have been submitted to us throughout season one and we just want to take a moment to answer those questions and kind of just have a, a dialogue um some things that i guess you all just want to hear our perspectives on or whatever the lord put in our hearts but before we go into the topic, he <laughs> girl, baby girl, <laughs> how you doing, sis? Girl, <laughs> um, to be honest, today I'm tired, but uh, outside of it, I'm I'm pretty good. I mean, it's a lot going on, as we all know. You know, our our king T'Challa has has gone on to glory. So um, I think that that kind of hit a little different for everybody. Like Mm -hmm. it was unexpected and it was like, dang, like this man did all this in four years. Like in four years, he produced some of his greatest work Mm -hmm. and nobody knew he was going through what he was going through. Mm -hmm. It's just like a testament to like his character. Man, I I think this hit Chadwick. His death hit differently for me. Like I was telling you off air, like I didn't, I unconsciously watched his career develop and had I had no clue that I was watching it. So someone posted um, last week or earlier this week. I don't know one of the two, but they posted that he was. He played Eddie's son on Lincoln Heights. I don't know how many of you all remember Lincoln Heights, but Lincoln Heights came out when I was in like eighth, ninth grade. So that was 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and I mean, I, I unconsciously, like he's appeared in other things that we have watched, just, you know, cameos here and there or playing these different characters outside of movies mm-hmm. and I did not realize like oh my gosh he did all of this and then to have even recently um the last time I was with my parents and we we had a, a visit 
Uh, we all sat around and watched The Five Bloods on Netflix. Um, and that was, you know, a, a movie that he starred in, obviously. So it I don't know. It, it was it was just something about his spirit for me. They just you know, you could just tell somebody has like a really kind spirit. Yeah. A He's genuine. genuine. Spirit. He's yeah. Genuine. yeah, very genuine. So I don't know, to just know that us we have one uh less spirit like that, I think it, it just kind of grieves me a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I think it, it it's been a hard pill to swallow for everybody. I don't think anybody like if you would have told us twenty twenty was gonna take all these great people. Wow. <laughs> I don't I, think anybody would have ever thought, let alone like and even being a pandemic, but then to lose all of these great people, these influential people. Um yeah, yeah. Yeah. And tough right here. So um, before we go any further, we will just take like like 15, 20 second moment of silence just for Chadwick and him in particular. But, you know, for the other people that we have lost this year as well, we just want to pay our respects to them um, and just have a brief moment of silence and reflect on the things that they have brought for the culture. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for taking part in that moment of silence with us. Um, So let's get into it. All right, you guys, let's bring back up the mood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but we we do just want to send prayers out to their families as well. Um, Just asking the Lord to cover them and be with them and continue to help them grieve and and process. So, um. So, yeah, like we said, it's the finale. We up in this thing. Episode 10, season one. What? Okay. <laughs> so, Denitri, I'll let you read the first question for us to uh, to answer. All right. So, for the first question, let's start off with this one. How does your faith play out in relationships? So, relationships being friendships, family, coworkers, and romantic. Start us off, girl. What you what, what what you got? What you got? Not you want me to start off? Okay. I um, read the question. I thought we was gonna alternate. I read the question and then you answer first, and then I go back. You know, like here we are. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> we gonna run with it. Um, I feel like it's levels, right? So I feel like there are levels of friendships and level of interactions. Um, so, you know, you had the people that you just cordial with, but you had people that are like associates, um, and associates and the people that you're cordial with, they can be on the same level. And then you have like the friends of friends <laughs> that like, you don't have no beef with them, but they are not in your inner circle. But if they have an event or something, you definitely going to pull up and support because it's all love. Um, and then you have your friends, you know, the people that you talk to at least like a couple times a year on your own. Um, and y'all get up, link up, chill, parlay, brunch, whatever. And then you have like your, your tight, like that's your dog. Like those people. 
Um, and then you have your significant other. So I feel like, and I'm, I'm explaining that all to say, I feel like your faith plays different levels with each um, inner circle, right? So like your faith, like I know a lot of people know when you talk to me, you are going to hear something about God, whether it be a joke. It, and it's not like always a preachy, preachy thing. It's like, you might hear me say, oh, Lord Jesus. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's gonna be something, but you 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 will by interacting with me, you will understand like my faith, right? But I don't necessarily get into those really deep, hard conversations with people unless like you're in my inner circle or you're a friend of a friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but also where your faith is at, that faith level sometimes determines how closely I will let you in to my inner circle. And that's because when you're in that inner circle, I mean, we've talked about this too with Jesus. Like he had the 12, but then he had them three that he was real tight with. And even they fell asleep in the garden of Gethsemane. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But like like those people that are my intimate, intimate circle, like those are the ones that know who I am at my core. Right. And they know my values at my core and my faith is a huge part of that. So when I'm doing things out of character or they see me kind of getting away from that or whatever, for whatever reason it may be, they'll call me on that and kind of help push me back into alignment with Christ, which is basically accountability. So I think the how your faith interacts or how it shows up in relationships really just depends on the level of friendship that we're talking about. And then in when you're talking about romantic relationships, that's a whole nother <laughs> level. Like the you can't we can't be in this thing. This is this is my experience. I can't be in a romantic relationship with you if you don't believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. I can't do it because somewhere along the line are the way we view things or the way that we go about doing things is going to contradict the other. Mm-hmm. And the Bible talks about how can two uh, walk unless they agree. And when you're talking about romantic, especially for um, a woman, like I'm going to have to submit to this man, you know what I'm saying? As my husband, and submitting to the call that God has on your life. And then you have to help develop the call that God has on my life. Like we have to help each other. But if you're not hearing from God about what to develop in me, and I'm not hearing from God about what to develop in you, like I'm not, what, why are we together? You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're going to keep a PG on this podcast, but there are other reasons why we could be together, but it's nothing to do with fulfilling the purpose of us being here on this earth. So. That was a long-winded answer, but that's my answer, D. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for passing me the mic. But um, no, I agree. I mean, I definitely think there are different levels to um, your circles. So you have your inner circle. Then you have like this second circle that's outside of it. And then you have, you know, another circle that's larger and a little bit more outside of it. So um, I agree. Like when people talk to me, like you going to always hear something about God in some way, shape, or form. Like, you're going to know I'm a Christian. It's going to come up. Like, it's you You just going to know. Um, so I feel like because of 
my relationship with God, but also like things that I say, like people are more comfortable coming in, talking to me about those things, even people that I may not be as close with, but they've heard me talk about it. Like if you got a question, then it's like, okay, I can ask her about like, what does she think about church? Or what does she think about church? Her? Like, what does she think about this? Like, I can ask her that because I know she goes to church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, So I feel like your faith will always show up in some way, shape or form. Um, And then on the romantic side of it, like you said, like, one, we need to be equally yoked in the sense that we should be, what we believe should be aligned. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like you say, I can't be over here. I'm trying to follow what the word of God says and you out here doing what man saying. I'm just like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> or, you know, like, no shade, but like, I'm trying to follow the word of God and you trying to follow another book. Like it don't align. So it's just like, I can't eventually it's going to be a disconnect there. Um, And that's just personally for me in a romantic relationship. Like I'm not going to be with somebody whose faith does not align with what I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. But then the other thing is like, you got like God is telling you things that you need to work on telling you things that your partner needs to work on. Like God is not a God of confusion. So if he's telling you that your partner need to work on something, he should be telling your partner that like, Oh, you need to work on that too. But like, if they don't have a relationship with God, where are they getting that information from? Right. So. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Next. How do you remain humble when you have everything you've prayed for? <laughs> do you ever really have everything you prayed for, though? Oh, no, don't do my guy. Don't do my God, boo. <laughs> I feel like you have it, but you don't you don't ever get it how you expect to get it. Mm. Um, but nonetheless. In a perfect world, you have everything that you've prayed for, no matter the way that you thought you would get it, you got it. Um, I feel like the best way to stay humble, I mean, honestly, like if you ain't humble, God gonna make you stay humble. (laughs) But I know for me personally, like sometimes you can get comfortable and be like, oh, everything is good. And it's like, am I just relying on God when everything is bad? Or am I relying on him when everything is good too? Like, is my relationship the same when everything is good? Or is it better when everything is bad? (laughs) Mm. And I know for me, like, constant struggle. Like, when everything is bad, I'm praying every day. I'm doing my devotionals every day. I'm fasting. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Everything is good. I'm like, okay, I do my devotional. I still pray every day, but it's like, I do my devotional. I might do it today. I might do it tomorrow. I don't know. You know? So, um, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a constant struggle. <laughs> so, I think the best thing to do is just to remember, look, remember your humble beginnings. Don't forget where you came from, as they say. And just, you know, remember where your help comes from, who the source is, because without him, like, you wouldn't have it at all. So, I mean, it's like Kendrick say, I remember syrup sandwiches and... (laughs) Be humble. Sit down. 
Um, I, I agree with everything that you said. Um, when you are not humble, God will, things will happen to make you be humble. And I know like that sounds really crazy to say, especially because we live in a world where all they're telling you is like grind, 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 grind. And you're going to get your blessings and it look like the people that are really just doing their business the way they want to do it, going after what they want to go after and not really taking into account the word of God. Um, It looks like they have everything that they prayed for, but we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't know how their spirit is doing because you can quote unquote have everything you prayed for, but it can come with a whole lot of torment. Mm-hmm. Okay. It can come with a whole lot of torture. It can come. I mean, even look at King. Uh, was it David? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, no. It was King. Who was trying to King King David? Was it King Saul? Y'all flow with me here, okay? I know that David was the one that played. I'm like, I know David. You lost me when you went before. <laughs> David. I think it was Saul. We're going to go with Saul. That sounds right. That yeah. sounds right, but I okay. can't say for sure. I, I know that David, I know David and Jonathan, they was best friends, okay? And D- Jonathan helped him escape from his father's wrath, okay? So we're going to go with David and we're going to go with Saul. But I really feel like that might be wrong because I'm thinking about Solomon. But anyway, anyway, y'all. Sorry. Look it up. Look it up. Okay, okay. Give me the- <laughs> like we can look it up. We'll look it up. We'll look it up for y'all because clearly. Yes, I'm right. David running from Saul. See, that's what I'm talking about. You got to walk in faith that you know your word. I knew it. <laughs> I, I should have stood for a minute. Sorry, guys. Okay. Not sorry, sorry. Okay. Back to it. It's just like when David was anointed king over Israel, but Saul still had the position, but Saul no longer had God's grace and he was tormented. And the only thing that could ease his spirit was David playing the instrument for Saul. But the only reason that that ease Saul's spirit, because the Bible said that he was, he was tormented. He was tormented by them demons. Okay. But the only reason that Saul was even able to be sued by David was because David had the spirit of God on him. He had the anointing on him. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's, I mean, and all of that happened because Saul got in his own way and he was being disobedient. He did something at a at a, at a a war because he got scared and he felt like God wasn't going to come through. And Samuel was like, I told you I was going to be here. Samuel was the prophet. I'm paraphrasing y'all. This is my ratchet paraphrase of the Bible. But Samuel was like, I told you I was going to be here. I told you that the Lord would do X, Y, Z. But you decided that you wasn't going to wait on God. You decided to go ahead of God and do X, Y, Z. And now you have lost your inheritance for Israel. Right? So I feel like to answer that question, really study. Maybe the Lord trying to tell me to tell y'all study this all. But... um, But study Saul and look at that. Like he started getting beside himself and he started freaking out. He started losing faith and it cost him his inheritance. 
Mm-hmm. And if we're not careful, we can have everything that we quote unquote pray for, but God can snatch that thing up in a second. If you're not humble, if you don't keep him first, and I mean, I'm, I'm ministering to myself because like D say, like I'm not the perfect one on doing my devotionals every day. I talk to God every day, but even then I have to check myself like, don't just give him no quick little two, three minute, what's up, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, spend some time with him, really talk with him, really engage with him. Um, so I have to make sure that I'm I'm doing that. So this is conviction for me as well. But if we're not humble, God will find a way to make you humble because he's not going to let you get that far away from him. When you are like in your word and you have the spirit of Christ within you, God ain't going to never let you get too, too far away unless you just being hard headed. <laughs> that part. <laughs> so that's the answer to my question, to the question for me clearly (laughs) (laughs) all right two more questions y'all we had a few more um but if we don't get to it today then we'll get to it in season two (laughs) yeah some of the questions that were submitted we're actually gonna we feel like they'll be better answered in a full podcast episode so season two we're gonna cover a couple more topics that were posed to us yeah and we got them written down, so we ain't gonna forget. Right. All right. So let's do this one. Um, how can you make faith a part of being more active? Um, we just gonna take this from the aspect of being more active in general, like working out. <laughs> um, just because I know who submitted the question. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it is. <laughs> okay. Um, I just feel like to answer this question, I think that we have to take it from the the viewpoint of like, you only get one temple, right? You only get one body and either you're going to, either you're going to take care of it or you're not. And D and I, we do have a, a full episode where we talked about us being more accountable with our bodies and making sure that we're working out and, you know, getting our, ourselves together because we do have a mission on this earth to complete. And we can't do that if we're constantly battling health stuff just because I want some chips or ice cream or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, so I think that we we just have to remember you get one body and we need to do right by it. Yeah, that's real. I think um, I I will say whenever I've done a diet or anything like that, I haven't necessarily incorporated my faith into that. But I've seen other people do it. I've seen other people where they really like pray and ask God to help them be more disciplined with their workouts and their eating habits, um, which is, I think it's awesome because at the end of the day, like, like you said, you get one temple, but also you pray for God, you pray to God to help you with all these other things. Like, why wouldn't he be able to help you with something as simple as working out, being consistent with that? It's like, you realize your body is your temple and it's like, Lord, I need you to help me take care of what you blessed me with, what you saw fit to give me. I haven't done it, but like, help me to do it now. Right. Um, So I think that, I mean, yeah, you just need to really think about like, hey, like I want to take care of my temple and just being, you know, we're both African-American women. Like we're at higher risk for a lot of things. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and heart disease and stroke are number one on that list. So it's just like, okay, <laughs> like I struggle for sure with um, my eating habits. Um, but, you know, we've talked about it throughout the season, how we're taking steps to just try to do better. So incorporate God into those steps too. Yeah. Cosign. Um, next question. How do you continue to live out the gospel when others aren't on board around you? So, <laughs> um, I think this kind of feeds into the relationship question too. Um, how we talked about like how you have your different circles. Um, and so like, I know we've talked about several times throughout the season, like how we kind of went through this transition where we started off in church. And then when we went to college, you know, we had our little college phase, (laughs) Um, but we've always had a relationship with God. But in that, like you acquire different friends, friends that may not have any belief in God whatsoever, or they may not understand um, religion. And so I think it's just really being, understanding of other people's beliefs and where they are in their relationships with Christ, because everybody is at a different level. So you really have to just be respectful because at the end of the day, it's like, if you can't be respectful and hear another person's opinion, like, how are you able to get through to them? You know what the word of God says. So, um, yeah, that's all I got. I agree with that. Um, I think you do have to be respectful to others um, because there will be a time, whether it's in that moment or it's five years from then or whatever, there will be a time where you are going to have to share your faith to some degree with them. And if you've constantly been like this Bible thumper, like, no, this this is the only way and mm-hmm. oh, um, they're not going to want to hear that. They're not going to want to hear your heart and they aren't going to feel comfortable asking you questions about your faith. So I think that that, that that is important to treat everyone with love and kindness. I mean, Jesus was friends with the prostitutes. He was friends with, you know, the hustlers, the pimps. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about Zacchaeus and um, Mary here, uh, Mary Magdalene. <laughs> Read your Bible. <laughs> they were there then, just like they here now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, but God didn't, Jesus didn't judge them. You know what I mean? Um, however, but that does not mean that we are supposed to just do everything that everybody else did. Like, yeah, Jesus had friends that did some stuff, but he wasn't doing it. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't the one going out there. I think the the most wilding thing Jesus did was flip those tables in the synagogue. Now, don't y'all go out here and be flipping tables on my... <laughs> Jesus was flipping tables. <laughs> I mean, no, but I'm just saying, like, I, I think that was probably the most, like, wild thing Jesus did that is documented. Um, but to me, I'm just saying, you do have to allow yourself to have that the spirit of Christ to where you are not being judgmental so that other people um are are pushed away from Christ. Have that open heart, have that open spirit, but also stand firm in what you believe, right? And I think I talked about this on the podcast where there was a season of my life where God was telling me to do 
to do uh, the no dating thing for a year. And I had people in my life that understood it and supported it. And I had people in my life that questioned it, kind of thought I was crazy and was like, this don't make any sense. Um, But I did it anyway. And I didn't, you know, I don't remember being like rude or nasty to anyone or anything like that, but I did kind of let it be known whether you understand it or not, I have to do this for myself. I have to do this because this is what Christ is calling me to do. And so I'm going to rock with it. And then if, if I, you don't have to like it, you don't have to understand it, just respect it. Yeah. And, and that's all that you, you can ask for. Um, and I think when you when you really start walking in the way of the Lord and you really start being obedient, it's natural for friends to drop off or for your relationship with certain friends to change um, because everybody, everybody can't go. Like we said, everybody can't go. But it does not mean that you have to be nasty and rude or whatever. Um, and then you will find some of your friends that they don't really understand the transition you're going through, or they don't really understand um, the point of view you're coming from with with the gospel, but they will just respect it because they love you. And trust when I say God will use that and he will use you to influence that person to really become more inquisitive of the Bible mm-hmm. and of the faith and why you believe what you believe in. How does that make sense? And how do you know God is real and things of that nature? And sometimes it, it can challenge you to, you know, get up on your stuff. Like, somebody going to ask me this. Let me make sure I got an answer. <laughs> yeah. And you, because you not, you never want to be in a position where somebody does come to you and it's like, how do you know God is real? And it's like, I can tell you God is real because I've experienced his grace. I've experienced his mercy. Like, I've experienced his acts that, I know, ain't no way nobody else did it, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's the time for you to share your testimony. But some people don't care about your story. They could be like, oh, that was luck. So then you need to go in your word. Yeah. <laughs> Pull out your bag. Yeah. Tell them. <laughs> I mean, that's just like, and it's it's funny we say that because I was reading um, Matthew 4, where Satan tempted Jesus in the wilderness when he led him up to the mountain. And he was trying to get him to do all these different things. And like Jesus kept coming back to him with a word. Yeah. And that made me really just be like, dang, like I need to be. And shout out to um, the young adult ministry, Millennials in Action, MIA, Jackson Memorial Baptist Church. Shout out to y'all because we were, we were studying that together as a group. But um, one of the notes was you have to know your word. Like to combat the thoughts that the enemy puts into your mind, um, to combat negativity, to combat even when somebody trying to come at you about your faith, like you have to know the word for yourself. And something that I do, um, I take index cards and I write down different scriptures for me to meditate on. Um, whatever scripture pops into my heart or that stuck out to me when I was studying. And that kind of helps me to start really understanding and learning. And then even looking up different words in the Bible that I don't know, like literally looking them up on Google or dictionary with, you know, thesaurus, whatever. (laughs) Um, But that is helping me kind of be more diligent about having more of the word into my heart. Cause I took the time to break it down. 
Yeah. And also, I mean, I feel like even if you have friends that are Christians, like just because they are Christian don't mean that y'all convictions are the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that we've talked about several times. I know off air, <laughs> like everybody convictions aren't the same. So yes, you can, you know, you know what the word of God says, but God deals with God deals with people's problems in seasons or their vices in seasons. So this might be your season to stop drinking and going out, but it might be your other friend's season to work on their patience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they conviction might not be them going out. And it's like for that season in time, you might have to separate yourself for a little bit. And as a friend, it's like, I'm supporting your growth and you're supporting mine. But right now, our convictions are just a little different. And I feel like, again, being understanding and respectful of that. That's real. That's real. Well, all right, y'all. Yeah, that was it. I know that I feel like this episode was a little shorter. Um, it wasn't. I, okay. <laughs> Okay, then. Okay, then. Um, all that to say, I'm we. I'm, I am going to miss you all. Um, just a quick update: season two will be dropping November fourth. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back. We'll be better. We will have our Destination Kingdom retreat, where we are going to be um, talking through some things and really spending some time with God and getting ourselves together so that when we come back, we're oh, when we come back, we are bigger and better and, you know, we can, we can have a good season. Yeah, we're definitely, and we're already working on season two. It was crazy right before we got on and started recording this. We were like, now we working on season two already. So yes, we are excited. Um, I know for sure. I don't think we expected to have a consistent listenership at like we do. <laughs> Yeah, um, we were like, God, we don't know why you telling us to do this, but you know, after we procrastinated for a little bit, we was like, we just gonna do it. So I will say that I'm happy that we did it. Um, it's definitely been a joy to get all of the feedback that you guys have. Um, to you know, just hear your compliments, your um, you know, if it's something negative or your questions or whatever it is that you guys have, like it's definitely been a pleasure. Um, definitely didn't expect <laughs> to get 10 episodes in. Right. Like when we started this podcast, we were like, oh, we'll just see. We'll see where, where the spirit leads us. And we got the 10 and here we are. So here we, we are. will miss you as Kiara said. Um, but when we come back, we got, look, we got something for y'all. So be on the lookout. Yes. November 4th, Real Friend Wednesday will be back in effect. Um, please don't lose contact with us, guys. We are still, we will still be posting things on Instagram, um, on Facebook and on Twitter. Um, and so you all have our email is realfriends at destinationkingdom.org. Our telephone number is also on our social media. So please feel free to hit us up. Um, we want to know what you guys think. Um, drop some topics in the dms or in the email on what you guys would like to hear from us so november 4th we'll be back season one it's a wrap (laughs) it's a wrap wrap. we out love you guys bye bye